0: listening to the Inner Shift Podcast, Wisdom Teachings to Inspire and Awaken. I'm Emily Perry, and welcome to the show. Feeling stuck or uninspired? Head to emilyperryyoga.com and grab your free guidebook. Hello there, and welcome to the Inner Shift Podcast. I am your host, Emily Perry. Today's episode is how to know if you need to pivot. Before we get started, I wanted to share with you a few live events that are coming up with me, and I'm really thrilled to be bringing you experiences I've designed just for the Inner Shift podcast listeners. The first one's coming up this June. Join me June 15th through 17th for Yoga as a Pathway to Purpose at 1440 Multiversity in California. We'll dive into the transformative um, practices of yoga, meditation, mantra. They'll open you to the beauty of your path and anchor you in your deepest intention. Other listeners of the podcast and like-minded souls will be there, so you'll get to meet them. It's an intimate atmosphere where you'll get to explore what I call Unleash Your Purpose sessions, which are designed to guide you in the natural unfolding of your awakening. And you'll be supportive step-by-step. What I love about 1442 is that we get to hike in the Redwoods, sit by the fire, get amazing body work, you can shop in the bookstore, grab a cup of tea, walk the labyrinth, hang out by the pool, um, enjoy the epic high vibe um, food. Like it's really some of the best retreat food I've ever had, um, bar none, um, and I've been to a lot of retreat centers. So I'm, I really am hoping that you can join me there. You can head to emilyperryyoga.com 1440 and you'll get more information and um, I hope to see you there and then this October I have a special retreat in California at Mount Madonna and it's during Navaratri which is the celebration of the goddess I'll be with Amita Stark who was actually the priestess there at the temple for many years and we'll be exploring the divine feminine through yoga mantra meditation pranayama and ceremony you can reserve your spot with us at bhaktiretreat.com B-H-A-K-T-I-Retreat.com and I really hope to see you there. Alright, on to our show. Today's episode is how to know if you need to pivot. And so I wanted to share this with you because I had an experience recently in my own life where I made need to make I needed to make um, like a big pivot, a big turn, and it was sort of unexpected. And I figured out that I wasn't really seeing the signs like I wasn't really seeing all the signs and the clues that I need to make this change until I kind of was butted up right against it and so today I'm going to be giving you three signs that you might need to make a pivot in your own life and so maybe this has happened to you like you you're on this path to like this goal or this dream but you realize it doesn't really ring true for you anymore or like you find yourself like walking this path in your life and it doesn't seem to fit anymore. Like that goal or that that vision of who you are, or that role that you used to play, like that role has shifted or you've grown internally and so it just doesn't seem to, to fit who you are now. And so when we're working on a life purpose or a vision for our lives, I feel like it's really important for us to feel like we have like a unbroken flow of energy at our backs, like a river of support of what we call prana. Um, you know, supporting us and helping us move forward because when we don't have that it's really hard to get not only just momentum to, but to feel like we have any forward progress and when we are in places or in paths in our life where it's not really aligned with us anymore we do these things that deplete our energy because we really just don't want to be taking the next step because it's not really in alignment if that makes sense So how do you know if you need to pivot? Like how do you know if you need to make a big shift or take a different trail or make a big move or maybe even just like a small turn? (laughs) So here are the three signs that help me um, know that I need to make a pivot or just a direction change because I was ready for something new, like a new vision, a new dream, a new calling. Um, And it could be just something small but it can also be something bigger in your life. Okay, so let's dive in. The first, sign for me is avoidance. When we're avoiding the work that we need to do to move ourselves forward, it's often a really good clue that the path that we're on is in alignment with our hearts anymore. Like when you're avoiding all the work. And it's not just that you don't like to do that type of work, but it's almost like this, it can be like a feeling of self-sabotage. It can also feel like um, we're not being authentic if we're doing that work. In fact, sometimes it feels like we're like kind of out of integrity if we do keep making these um, steps forward, or that um, we just don't feel really authentic in that place in our lives or doing that work anymore. When you're avoiding doing the work and showing up for what you need to do, this could be like a, a breadcrumb trail leading you to a different path. That's what I kind of like to think of. Like the avoidance might be just a clue that there's a different way to go. So one thing I like to think about when working with avoidance is like, what would I need to change here to help me feel good about getting this done? So what would I need to change here to help me feel good about getting this done? So if it's really avoidance of you know the, the tasks I need to do to get it to happen... If it's just avoidance because I don't like doing that kind of task, like I can usually bribe myself with like a cup of chai or like a piece of chocolate or a walk on the beach or like something fun. If it's just some of the the things I just need to get done to make it happen because I'm still feeling called, I'm still on fire about what it is that I'm looking to accomplish. But if I find that even all of those things (laughs) wouldn't really help me get it done, sometimes I realize, yeah, you know, my heart's not just really, it's just really not in it. Like I made this decision a while ago, and now I feel different internally. So um, that's a good question to ask yourself. What's, what's one thing I would like to um, change here? What's one thing I could change here that would help me um, feel better about getting this done? And if there's not really something that you can think of, it might be a clue for you. Okay, number two, experiencing a broken flow of energy. So when we don't keep agreements that we have made with ourselves, we start to leak energy. And that's to say when we don't keep the agreements that we make internally with our own hearts, they become like these energetic leaks in the background of what we're doing. And over time, it can really exhaust us and it can lead to a feeling of fatigue that just won't go away because we're not really motivated by what we're doing anymore. And we have all this unfinished business in the background. And so one thing I like to do here is, you know, um, look at those broken agreements. And for me, actually, this shows up a lot in email, like slews of email that have gone unanswered. And so I start to just kind of go through, okay, what here Do I need to clean up? What kind of agreement do I need to clean up? Do I need to just answer the email and apologize for my end of things? Or um, take a look, like, do I I have so many broken agreements in this area? Maybe I made an agreement that I never really planned on keeping. It wasn't ever really a great choice for me to make in the first place. One thing to consider here is, you know, do I keep breaking agreements because this commitment I made? Just doesn't align with where I want to be going anymore because we've shifted of course you know it's really important to go back and to clean up those broken agreements that we've made with ourselves and with others but also at the same time getting really clear like when you start making agreements from here on out like making choices and decisions and agreeing to do things that you're making these really clear agreements that are in alignment with where you are now but also keeping in mind like okay Do I have the tools to like renegotiate this agreement if it doesn't fit with me anymore in a year? Or whatever, however long the term is that you're looking to have this agreement. Of course, we want to stay in integrity and only make agreements that we plan on keeping. And this process also really helps, I feel, um, develop self-trust. We start to trust our own decisions again when we start to... um, make agreements with ourselves that, are, that feel like they're in integrity again. We start to trust our own decision-making and our intuition because we're not breaking so many agreements with ourselves. And so a meditation practice comes in really handy in this regard. When we start to set goals and visions for ourselves and like where we want to go and how we want our lives to look starting with small agreements with ourselves and working on just keeping those small agreements will help us develop trust in the self. Like I can, I know that I can fulfill or I can show up in this way and fulfill this agreement with myself. So if you start to experience a broken flow of energy, again, one place to look at is, you know, all these little agreements that you've made with yourself and with others. And if there's a lot of broken (laughs) debris in the background, How can we clear those up to move on? And then free up our energy for what we wanna be doing. The third one would be um, if you start to feel inauthentic or um, what we call maybe imposter syndrome. When you feel like you're walking through life acting like someone that you're not anymore or with a fear that you're going to be found out. So that's sort of imposter syndrome. Like you feel like people are gonna find out that your exterior doesn't really match your interior. And this is what we call, um, what we call congruency. Like having your inner life match your outer life. And when it, it shows up in a feeling of not having, when you feel inauthentic, it, it shows up as feeling like people don't really see you as who you are. And there's like a disharmony between how you appear to people and what you feel like on the inside. And so this could be a sign that you need to make a pivot in the path that you're on. it could also be a sign that you need to be a little bit more revealing and let people really see that inner life of yours, like start to work on that, like working on that congruency a little bit. And sometimes our inner world has just grown so much in our outer life, it doesn't reflect that yet. It hasn't matched up, hasn't synced up. And so we need to forge like a new path. We need to pioneer a new path. We need to choose a new road that better matches our inner life and our inner world. We often, at different stages of life, go through this, right? Um, we start to um, need to. It's almost like you're growing a new limb, right? You're. It's a. It's a little bit of a growth, a growth phase. It doesn't have to be a dramatic career or vocation change or a change in your family, although it could be. But sometimes it's literally just like changing our hobbies or the way we spend our time. Maybe it's ch- you're just changing um, where you. Um, place your energy, right? This idea of of vinyasa, like again, how do I place my energy in my life? Maybe I'm just going to make a big shift in where I'm placing my emotional and physical energy so I don't feel like I'm leaking energy so much. One of my favorite ways in supporting myself in making all these pivots and these changes um, in life is through uh, breath work or pranayama. So if you feel like... uh, Maybe these three signs speak to you, like if you feel like you might be need to make a, a pivot or a shift, you might not know where that's going, so to speak, but using breath work can actually help us reset the nervous system and it gives, gives us more stability and resilience so that when we do make that shift or when we do get clear, um, we have the, the wherewithal to follow it through and to feel like we have the energy to show up in that way. And the technique I really like for this is called kumbhaka or breath retention. It's when we um, hold the breath for a certain period of time. I feel like it really resets the nervous system and it builds our capacity for change and shift. Um, and I feel like it also really forges like a new like a new path in the nervous system. It's almost like making a new groove. Um, so as we move through our change or our shift, we've got... The, the tools to make it happen. So a great way to work with breath retention is to hold the inhale. So there's two ways to work with breath retention. You can either hold the inhale or hold the exhale or both. And if you are newer to pranayama or breath work, I would say holding the inhale is much more accessible. And as with any of these things, you wanna start very small and then start to build. And so, one of my favorite ways to do this, and if you're, you're pregnant, I usually ask people to, you know, not really hold the breath, but um, wait till after baby. <laughs> but a great way to, to work with this is to ground your feet and find a comfortable seat. You can be sitting in a chair. You want your spine really nice and long and tall, and you can close your eyes. And for this technique, we are going to breathe in and out through the nose. And so, as you inhale, you'll inhale through your nose for a count of five, four, three, two, one. And you'll pause. And then gently exhale out the nose for one, two, three, four, five. And then begin the inhale once again for five, four, three, two. One, pause, hold, inhale at the top. And then gently, without force, let it go smoothly for five, four, three, two, one. You can stay with the same process of inhaling slowly, pausing at the peak, smoothly exhaling Grounding through the exhale. And you I love it what I love about this is you can also do this in a car. So not while you're driving, <laughs> but if you're, you know, sitting in the car, you can, you know, in the parking lot, take a moment, close your eyes, do a little breath retention, and really start to build that resiliency and that ability to be present and still for that little period of time. And you can set a timer on your phone for just like, you know, five minutes, and it's so easy but powerful so thank you so much for joining me for the podcast today we went over you know what it's like to uh, experience some signs that you might need to make a pivot or a shift in your life i'd love to hear from you what some of the signs might be for you (laughs) that you need to make a pivot or a shift And you can head on over to our Facebook group. We have this really great, lively Facebook group called Living the Shift. You can head to emilyperryyoga.com slash living the shift, and it will take you right there. You can just ask to join. And let us know in the group, like, what are you doing, or what are some of the signs for you that you need to make a shift or pivot or something doesn't really fit very well? And then what are some of the ways that you're able to build some resiliency in your own life for this kind of work? I'd love to hear. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast and I will talk to you soon. Take care. Be well.